How much money? Go around the room. Like say, say the amount that you feel could buy your happiness. Uh, two, three hundred mil. <laughs> mil? Yeah. Hundred. Yeah. Three hundred oh mil. Gosh, bro. Absolutely. Then you'd never have to work again. Another day in your life, you'd just literally live off. You the wouldn't interest. have to work again if you could manage five million dollars, right? Uh, yeah, if you could manage. I don't want to be managing. Oh, like you're yeah. asking for happiness. Okay. Happiness means okay. I don't have okay. to think about money ever your again. Answer. Got it. Got it, bro. Oh, I was thinking like five hundred thousand. Let's push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fold. Ten toes down, baby. Ow. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the morning shift. Powered by you know media. I got, I got, I got, I got. Good morning, good evening, and everything in between. We back for a big trust Tuesday. This one here's for our morning shifters, from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show, just in case you missed us. Good edition, it's all powered by Uno Media. Kia ora, Absolutely warm welcome, stay blessed. Oh, I'm back in, don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress, the number one podcast in Aotearoa. We're not sure about anywhere else, but you already know this is the people's show. Welcome to the new media. Everything you want, nothing you don't. No long ads, no bad vibes, real people, real talk. Mark, did you just handbrake that one? Pull up the handbrake halfway through? <laughs> through our big pitch? Need a brunch. And also, uh, happy Samoan Language Week. Oh, let me My go. people. Uh, what the, is today's... Uh, today's day? Asolua. Asolua. That's it. That's what a that Big mean? Trust Tuesday. That's a Tuesday, guys. So That's Big right. Trust Asolua. Manuia levayaso ulungangana fa Samoa. Let's push. Let's push. All right, what's on the show today? Jordan, as always, is going to try and uh, be those guys and get us to change our minds. But we won't. We'll stay strong. And corporate hey man, flirting. nothing wrong with that. Corporate flirting is in there as well. But Ooh. guys, you know how we go. You have to start the show. What well, We like to call an absolute boy. And I know as of late, we've played a lot of uh, like house and you know, little mixes. Just want to refresh the old eardrums with a, a guilty pleasure. So your vibe for this morning Say less, mate. Come on, man. All together. Big trust. That's a lure. Where are we going? Making my way downtown. Walking fast. Faces path. And I'm homebound. Look at me. Like, Let's play this right song. in front of you. Staring blank, we have. Just making my way. Making my way through. Put your clothes on, mate. I'll leave your nipples out. And I need you And I miss you And now I wonder If I could fall Into the sky Do you think time Would pass me by Mark, your energy t- this morning, not happy with it. My apologies. My voice still isn't in. Oh, it's I, can't, I can't carry that kind of note. We uh, can try again if you like. No, no, we're good. No, 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 we're good. Oh, man. You know, I'm not mad at that song. That is that is a guilty pleasure track. That is an absolute void. Uh, quick story about that song. Do you know that that little pian- piano riff, 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 riff that she played? Her, She played it and her mum heard it. No, that's the string section. She played it for her mum and her mum heard it. And from the kitchen, she said... Like, oh, you got something there. And then that's what kind of made her go, okay, I want to keep using that tune. Massive hit. 
you know the history. teachable moment about that? Always listen to your parents. They know best peoples. Mm. No, you, listen to your mum. Always listen to your mum. <laughs> You're right. Always listen to your mum. Uh, hey, I know that it's um, Samoan Language Week, and I don't, you know, I don't want to, I'm not having a go, this isn't anything to do with, with that. I just read a really funny comment off our Shifters page. Okay. Last night, join it on Facebook. Brooke, how do you uh, join the Shifters page? Well, if you head over to our Instagram, there is a link, what we call a link tree or a link bio, everything that you need to know. Uh, if you click on it there, it'll take you right there and you join the shift. Easy as that. Absolutely. It's our, it's our Shifters page, which has the best content, probably uh, sometimes better and than the show. Right. A lot of the time. Uh, and now, th- this comment was to do with the nicknames we talked about last week, and it's still going. People are just messaging, you know, terrible names that they've heard. And often they're from our Samoan whanau. But this has nothing to do with Samoan Language Week, okay? The comment goes like this. Recently at a family funeral on my dad's side, I noticed an auntie was being called Lucy and also Fat. So I asked my dad what her name was because I was confused and didn't want to call her by the wrong name. He, <laughs> he said her name was Lucifer, but pronounced Lucifer. Good old great auntie and uncle thought it was a nice name, not knowing what Lucifer meant. Hence why they don't call her by her full name. It's either Lucy or Fart. And if you're the one of the cousins getting shame right now and Angus that I called out the fan, relax, it's for the last, my bro. <laughs> oh, that's good. Not the devil. <laughs> Gotta keep them close. That's a smart pair once again. Lucy Fart. Anyway, uh, those ones. All right, let's jump into the show. We start the show every time with what we like to call a daily bread, breaking bread with, with the news of today. today. Okay, I'll start this one today. Switch up the flow. I'll, I would like to know if you guys would be volunteers. I'd imagine you wouldn't, but I'll put it out there. Uh, Elon Musk has just been given the green light, the tick, to begin Neuralink. So if you're like, okay, what is that? What's he, do- what's he doing now? Brain implants. Ooh. Yeah. All right, hands up in your room, if uh, in the room, if you would like to get a brain implant, one of the first versions of it. Where, hand up, anyone? See, I'm torn because I know I shouldn't, and you become the guinea pig. But then also, your name go down, like you'll be a part of history forever. You would. Brooke would totally put his hand up. They'd be like, "We'll pay fifty thousand." <laughs> nah, Brooke, Brooke would definitely do that. Now you know why? Because yesterday's check ain't today's check. But you might be able to fix your hip. It's worse. Fifty-one thousand. <laughs> you could fix your hip. You go to the NBA. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jordan, uh, Jordan, would you? Look, you know what it is with this with this convo is that yes, I, I, I'm going to say no, but then I've also read you know what they're also able to do is for people like potentially spinal injuries where the, the brain isn't able to send those messages back to the body, they'll be able to find a way for people who That's what I was saying. are struggling with that where they can actually walk again and stuff like that. So if you, when when we think about things like that, it's also like. Yeah, cure blindness. They were great. Some great stuff could happen from it. Too. Some really good stuff, and you'd be able to pay for your coffee without even having to pull out your postcard. Just be like, zoink, and it's paid for. Apparently, you're going to get to the point where you don't <laughs> even have to talk. Like you just zoink. It's it's here. What happens if they start deducting money from your bank account, which is linked to your Neuralink brain chip? Because oh, that you, train's because you're late. thinking the wrong thing. Oh, are they really control us at that point? <laughs> Not the brain thinking the wrong thing. I didn't want that. If you if you start free thinking, they'll be like, Zunk. $28. Mark, would you do it? No, no. No, I'm too old. No, no, no. I'll say we ticked off. Yes, maybe, no. All right, that's, that's what's coming up, though. That's my daily bread today. Nice. My daily bread, uh, Sorting for a Brain Sponsor, uh, is 
New <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my favorite. I have been waiting for this study to come out for years because I've always, you know, when the when the saying's been said, which is money can't buy you happiness, under my breath I'm thinking, boom, boom, sight. New study reveals that more money actually leads to more happiness. No, it's, I know it's. A recent study published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences challenges the belief that happiness levels off uh, turn off after a certain income threshold, and it shows that you can indeed oh, can be you stop? even can you stop? more happy. Can we guess what it is? What the what the fresh the threshold becomes? Oh, do you have that number? It doesn't have the number, oh. but I would I would assume it'd be a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, mind you, now that's no. Just, I think uh, it has to be oh. way more. I w- Three hundred thousand is a lot of money, but that, I, I would feel pretty happy. Three hundred k. You reckon's the the where you where you peak into the happiness? Oh, I think I, I don't have much money at the moment, and I'm pretty happy. So. How much money? Go around the room, like say, say the amount that you feel could buy your happiness. Is this like just a lump just sum, say, or say, how much? Just say the amount. Here? Say the amount. Say the amount. Who, who's going first? Say Who wants to show their cards first? You go. No, no, I'm asking the question. I'll leave it to Mark. Uh, two, three hundred mil. Mil? Yeah. 100? Yeah. 300 oh mil? Gosh, bro. Absolutely. Then you'd never have to work again another day in your life. You'd just literally live off you the You wouldn't interest. have to work again if you could manage $5 million, right? Uh, yeah, if you could manage. I don't want to be managing. Oh, like you're you... asking for happiness. Okay. Happiness means okay. I don't have okay. to think about okay. money ever your again. Answer. Got it. Got it, Brooke. Oh, I was thinking like 500,000. Oh, oh, you're man. a cheap date. Yeah, I was the, uh, but now I'm. I've and you really love your son, eh? Like he just really loves. Yeah, then three hundred mil. Like think about three hundred mil. Like five hundred grand, you still have to budget. You still have to work out how you're going to make your next five hundred. Like you're going, you're going to spend. You sold that. me three hundred mil. I'm with you. Here's the thing, though. Happiness is a state of mind, funny. So no, that's it. You guys answered wrong. Oh, here we go. We, this was a setup. <laughs> I should have known. No, no. Honestly, I would, I, I would feel like one mil would be your instant happiness. Wow. It's, yeah. You'd still have to budget a mill. That's good. I think that's important, though. But I you're think, not happy I think budgeting. Still, Do you like budgeting? Good. Do you like no. looking at the prices of things? You said three hundred million dollars. Yeah, you never have to you budget. Greedy prick. No, that's just being logical. You don't need three hundred million. I know I don't need it, but it would stop me from having to worry about money ever okay. again. I know what you're doing. You're keeping that tension tight. You know, you're going against us. Yeah, whatever. You know how much money we had combined in our uh, accounts last week? No, no, no. no, no we're no, not going to no, say, my boy. <laughs> you can be quiet, my boy. Can someone sponsor us, please? I need to make that 300 mil. <laughs> nah, we love it. You know why? Because pressure is a privilege. Oh, yeah, Pressure it is. builds diamonds. Yeah, it does. Talking about diamonds soon. But uh, that is your daily bread for today. Breaking bread with the news of today. We will find a bread sponsor this week. This is The Morning Shift. Oh, yeah, I got sent a, a screenshot the other day. And it was a screenshot of... It was a photo of us in a caption that we wrote and I saw the screenshot and I I thought very on brand for us I had a little giggle to myself and thought dumb asses but true to who we are <laughs> it was a screenshot of our brand new profile for LinkedIn Wait, we're on LinkedIn guys we are doing things moving on up LinkedIn's weird eh? you know LinkedIn is like LinkedIn is like Waiheke Island of social of app of um, networks. No, it's not Waiheke. What's another? What's a strange? Uh, 
Where, where's like a place in New Zealand where like, oh, they got their own rules? I reckon it's Hamilton. Napier City. <laughs> do you know why it's na- nothing to do with the rugby bro, league? Leave them alone. No, bro. it's you Napier City. Them off yesterday. It's the only place in the country that actually appreciates Art Deco buildings. Like Art Deco with the flat roofs, you're like, Ugh. no one else likes Art Deco, but Napier does, they're and they're so all niche. about it. They're so niche, and that's what I reckon LinkedIn is. Like, you go in there and you go, I don't understand it. I get that people are into this, but it ain't me. Point in case, LinkedIn is an app where you can be someone else if you're so, if you exist in other spaces differently. Here, yeah, yeah. here. Right, right. right. I'll, okay. I'll be the first to admit that I don't know much about LinkedIn. Damn near nothing. What I do know is uh, it's a place that seems like business heavy. When you go there, uh, black and white, no fun. Uh, so, I just remembered it comes with its own like little sayings, right? You don't even have to write out what you want to write as a comment. It's yeah. got like, hey, Jordan, congratulations on being such a top bloke. <laughs> you're, a, do- you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. Oh, it's so way ahead of the game. It's so much better than you are, even are. See, I didn't even know that. And the other thing I know is that our friend used to work at LinkedIn. That's about all I know about LinkedIn. <laughs> so yeah, I had a little on. Google to myself when I read it. So this is like the cover letter for our LinkedIn, which feel free to follow because we've got 17 followers at the moment. <laughs> is it follow? Like, join, party, push. I think it is follow. Sure. Do the thing where we become friends. Uh, uh, it reads, our first show launched March 27th. It quickly rose to number one on Spotify podcast. Grateful for the support and excited for the future. This part that makes me giggle. The Morning Shift is hosted by our two kick-ass hosts, Brooke Rusko and Jordan River. Kick-ass. And in brackets, Cleo Bachelor Contestant 2012. Who wrote that? I don't know. But I think that's gold because this is, I'm like, this is us doing our thing, taking the shine off it. I went ahead like a little nosy just to be like, hey, I don't know much about LinkedIn. But is there any tongue-in-cheek? Is there any fun? I looked at businesses, I looked at personal ones, and there wasn't a, a damn thing. So look at us, guys, doing our thing in a space of lions. We can still be ourselves. It's a strange one, LinkedIn, and I'm sure everyone who's got a profile will know. It's not the place to show any personality. It's a, show, it's a place to do a little bit of patting on the back and if anything, doing a little gloating if you're the one who's writing the post. Yeah. Like most of them is, is, is a little bit boastful. It's like, hey, we've just hit our top numbers, basically what we did when it came to Spotify. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the rest is all kind of like responses that are like, pats on the back, fellow. Well done. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a safe space to gas yourself up in what you're doing. Like if you, there's no room for humility on LinkedIn. No. Like if you, you know, had some kind of pop up, you're, you're like, you're allowed to share all the da- like data, the numbers that the you more did. The more the area. You're allowed to share your insights from socials. Like you're allowed to do everything there. And then everyone just knows you can just gas each other up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a strange place. It's a very strange place. Yeah. It also sent my spider senses. Like they, they started tingling. My spider mm. senses. I, I just, I read through a few of these and I was like, oi, I think it goes down on LinkedIn. Uh, I, I think people's is doing their most of subtly there, there must be like an art about it or something like that I remember a prominent Māori entrepreneur once told me that it ain't Tinder you gotta worry about it's LinkedIn I knew it no my spidey senses were right are you serious straight LinkedIn up, straight up I, I think if you have someone who works in business or someone that uses LinkedIn you check their profile, Fana. Mm. Oh, what has he just unlocked? They, they call it networking. Mm. Unreal. Clinkton, is it? Oh, Mark. Ooh. What was it? <laughs> so I asked, and, and asking you shall receive with <laughs> Mark. Asking you shall receive with the morning shifters. I call it corporate flirting. Kinkin. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was trying to think of that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> what did I get to? Corporate flirting. Sorry, yes. that that's what I, I chucked out there, and, and the shifters, as, as always, came through with, with some of the greatest responses that we have. Jordan's got them over there. So Brooke really asked a great question: How do people in corporate flirt? And uh, the first one just here just reckons, Nah, we're still doing it old school. Rub the feet while in the meeting under the desk Ooh. ones. Ooh. What about, hopefully this doesn't come up. We talked about it before. Knee touching? Mm. Knee kissing is where you can get, oh. Knee, knee pashes. Real mm. subtle, eh? Real subtle. Apparently. You never knee kissed before. Uh, this, one, this one came up a lot. It said, uh, if you have a work wife slash your husband, that is the start of corporate flirting for sure. First of all, how incredibly inappropriate. Are you telling me that people actually coin the term with someone at work? Oh, you're my work husband. You're my work wife. Does I think that they happen? Do. Yes, yes. But some, I don't think it was like a serious, like that there was anything more than that. Oh, this is just like my work husband. And they do it like a, like an off comment. How is that not? How is Mark, that could you funny? go home and, and say, it? hey, this is just my work wife. How does that fly? Oh, no, that would not, not, <laughs> right? not work for me. <laughs> I don't see how it flies ah, either in general. Ah, just imagine that. No, let's not imagine that. that. Let's quickly that. move on from that. Jordan's my work wife. What's the problem? He's coming over. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but that came up. That, that came up heaps, which means I've clearly missed that because I've never really heard of that. But apparently, that's that's the thing. Uh, this one says that where have you been all week over Google Hangouts when you have seen them daily? Just that constant chat. This one says. Oh. Uh, actually, no, I can't read that. How would you say that one? I'm showing Jordan. Shut up, Brooke. Read it. <laughs> Just feel so. Now it's going to even feel it. Now you're really now I've ruined big it. things. Fiddle with my keyboard. <laughs> Can you read that one? Don't you want some cream in your coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to read it, man, without it sounding weird. <laughs> man, y'all nasty. Y'all it's- are nasty. Oh no, I've just lost it. Sorry, there's one that uh, I'm just going to say off the top because I, I, I'll try my best to remember it. But it said, some of y'all girls are getting tickled at work and she's just saying, stop. Stop! Yo, who's tickling them, man? If you know. <laughs> oh, silly goose. Mm. Little tickles and she's only saying, stop. I just think this is so funny. Just this, the, the subtle corporate flirting things you do. Just trying to... Someone also said, like, pretending to work real late, but you're just, like, not doing work at all, but just trying to... Just hang. Just trying to see if there's an opportunity for a little Mm. chat somewhere at some point. Unreal. I think there's a golden opportunity for us to start, like, a... uh, Maybe Clinkton. Maybe that's what we're going to go with. (laughs) Clinkton. That paints all the wrong pictures. Clinkton. Like a love on LinkedIn. Yeah. I just feel like every time you've got those pre, you know, those pre-made up sentences that you can just click on to write a comment, you just need to change them up to be a lot more forward and a lot more honest and a lot more feeling. I remember I met my life partner, no, the love of my life, through work, hardly a corporate setting, but it was through work, and uh, it just started with a little extra conversation that happened in the lift. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hey, hi, wait, what up to? Yeah, yeah. No, it was more along these. I can see through you to your soul with those eyes. I won't tell you who said those words. <laughs> you said it. You said it. <laughs> I'm surprised that workplace uh, matchings don't happen more often. It's, it's, it's a, like a place where you go to where you never, guys have common interests. Never makes business with pleasure. No. No, but it's I think you, let's say you're a doctor, right? And I'm going extremes on these ones. Let's say you're and a doctor. And by pleasure, I mean your job. <laughs> 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 I 
okay. I want to know, actually, who's, who, if anyone's fallen in love in LinkedIn, can you let us know? Uh, to wrap this Yes. Up. Yeah, right. Let's find the best love story on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's best love story. LinkedIn's best love story. Yeah. We'll get, you on, the potty. We'll here, get you on the potty if you got a good one. Love that. Besides that, to wrap this up, uh, do the damn thing and enjoy yourself. 100%. This is The Morning Shift. Diamonds. Diamonds are forever. They won't leave the night. I've no fear that they might. Let's get to the song first. Be rude not to. Let's push. Diamonds are forever. Throw your diamonds in the sky if you feel the vibe. You're listening to Kanye West, which is also featuring Jay Z. The song Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Now, diamonds are they're, they're a part of the world. They're a part of the way that we do things. You're getting engaged, you need that diamond. You know, any any sort of uh, extravagance, diamonds are linked to it. And uh, I saw this is something that probably some of you have heard before, but I don't think enough of us have heard it. So I'd like to play out an audio clip about diamonds and then we'll have a discussion about it because I think it's very... Very interesting. And I'm trying to help the brothers out there who potentially uh, trying to break an arm in a leg, trying to get a diamond. I think you should uh, show your missus this too, or whoever. Let's play it out. Uh, of how desire is being manufactured. Again, the most important thing to know about diamonds, there's two, there's two major myths. The first myth that, about diamonds is that diamonds are rare, and they're not. Diamonds are really common, and their value does not come from their scarcity. In the, the 20th century, in fact, has been the story of how diamonds have been restricted from entering the market. The second myth about diamonds is that you know, they're connected in some intrinsic way you know, to love and to marriage and to courtship. And again, this is uh, a story that was, uh, that was created around 1947 when someone, when a, a copywriter at the NWA's advertising agency on, in Madison Avenue, not far from here, um, came up with a slogan that diamond is forever. Uh, and that, 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 that the, the diamond is forever was an attempt to make diamonds a mass consumer item. Diamonds are a great example. Of mm. He said in the start of that video, diamonds are manufactured desire. Mm. Let's think about that for a second. Manufactured desire. You know what we should do on the morning shift? We should we should start a revolution of just calling diamonds poor and paru. Lead the way. Why are we that for? Think over it. Those. Funny way of showing you think you know you're cool because. That is worth nothing. <laughs> or do we manufacture a new one? Is that what we go for? We we yeah, chase well, a new diamond. Yes, what's the new yes, diamond? Yes. What's what are we what are we going to manufacture Oish. for desire? Unamu. I know someone. I know someone who. Look, no judgment, but his his partner has pretty much. She did put down the hard word of like. I need that rock. And it's just, you know, it's breaking his back. It's breaking his back. And I just feel like more people should know it's just manufactured desire. What really makes a relationship great is uh, it's not nothing material. Nah, sure, 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 sure. What do we think it is? It's such a hard one. Well, Matsuo Marks actually woke because he didn't go for the diamond, did you? When you, <laughs> What did you do? 
No, I did. I did. There was a diamond involved, but I tried to get a little creative with my engagement ring, and it didn't really work out. You were ahead of your time because actually rubies are actually worth more. Yeah, well, I I went with a sapphire and a ruby because what I wanted to do. (laughs) Yes. Oh no, actually, I'm not laughing. No, no, you can laugh because I laughed. I wasn't laughing at that. No, I just remembered the story. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's quite a it's quite a like elaborate story. So I went to a place called the Village Goldsmith in Wellington. I know the village. You know the Village Goldsmith. Yeah. And uh, designed two bands uh, like interwound, which was me and her. See, one was uh, platinum, one was rose gold. That's who become one. That's yeah. hot. And then they led to this. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing. I think about it. So there was like a trail of little rubies, mm. and then it led to a big ruby, and then on the other side there was a trail of little sapphires that led to a big sapphire, blue sapphire, and then there was a diamond in the middle. And it was very colourful. It looked like an American flag, if I'm being honest. But <laughs> what, I, what I was going America! for... America! <laughs> the football! What I was actually going for was both her boys, uh, their, oh. their dad is Samoan. So it was... What is Samoan? Yeah, so red and blue for Samoan. One was... One of the... Uh, the sapphire was representing Isaiah. Uh, and oh, Joseph was representative of the, um, of the ruby. And then Ava, who was both our child, oh, sat in the middle guy, of the diamond. What's, what's wrong? Sorry, I, f- I fully forgot that part of the story. No, but, I but just it's remember fine. I think it's you funny. You saying you bought rubies and like, but I have cried so many times about that ring. But <laughs> so I'm over it now. Like I'm indifferent to it. But why is long story, story short? That ring? Long story short, the ring got lost apparently. Oh, I know. With no insurance. And even though I had the exact design so that it could be remade. <laughs> We went another way. It went another way, yeah. Oh, a great story, though, man. Your but, heart is in such a good place. Here's what I like it's about rough. the idea of the diamond, right? The diamonds are so expensive, especially if you want to get one of those clarity ones. And if it is just a big ruse, like it's just a massive beat-up and they're not as valuable as they should be, then the more creative and the more story behind the ring should be what it's about. Yes, absolutely. That's I'm, love. I'm sorry. I'm still struggling to get past that. It's such a great story. And it must have been so bad that she lost the ring. Well, no, no, here's like, the thing. Even still so with that story, that's how bad I'm the sorry, ring. Matsuma, I'm sorry, Matsuma. Sorry, man. I fully forgot about the story of the ring. Oh, that is not what I was laughing at. No, you were. But, I'm and sorry. It's <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I'm the only one here that's married, right? Yeah. So I, I've been through and I've experienced it. If I could tell you one thing, make it timeless. That was all I would say. When it comes to rings and ring design, go timeless. <laughs> You right, man. You so right. You right. You right. Okay. There's something else that's funny, but we need guys. Manufactured desire. Stay awake. Shut up. <laughs> tell your tell, tell whoever your significant other if they want that diamond ring or nothing. Say, well, shove off. Go kick rocks, and not diamond ones. Because that's yeah. manufactured desire. Kyoto Koto shift is. It's the morning chef. Yes, it is. Chef. Chef. And it wouldn't be the morning chef without uh, without everybody involved. And big love to everyone who continues to do the voice us anything. So we've got a few more. If you would like to add and, and, and send us through a voice message, jump onto our Instagram and we'll record it out. And we will play them. And this is the first one from today. You've got mail. Pissing outside feels free. I started doing it when the toilet was um, occupied. Then I started doing it when, it was, when the toilet was free. Um, so I'll stand on the concrete, piss in the grass, and just, just hearing the piss hit the grass, brother. 
That's Evil. a happy place. <laughs> so then I started doing that for like a couple of months and then I, I noticed the grass started to die and it started to go brown knee. So then I blamed the cat. <laughs> Bro, what about friends has done? Was, Stephen Lawtoy, he used to have a place where we lived together and he would do that out the back and it, it, it goes brown. You can't even... The you cat didn't, can't you do didn't need that. to name drop. That was Sly Diggs. What are you talking about? Man? That was slide digs on Stephen. Oh, I, I get it though. I get it. Apparently, it's like you're you're in touch with the ground. Like you you can feel There's the grass in your toes. There is definitely something therapeutic about mimi on grass. It's well, it's it goes back to ancient times. What's right? more that, free than that? It's like the, the way the way it thuds into the ground. I think it's most joyous too if you I don't know if happen to lay claim to the land as well. Mm. Like if it's your land. Give back, hey! Well, you I think you're more like a dog peeing on your land, like your lamppost. You know, it kind of leaves your scent. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to that guy for uh, being vulnerable and sharing that story. I loved it. Kia ora, guys! Uh, listening from the GC, and I just want to say, awesome show! Been listening from day dot, and you guys have made a show that has now replaced the Wiggles and my car oh. rides because my kids, six, four, and one, love your show. They love the sayings. Um, they always uh, Come on. copying what you guys say. It's hilarious. So, yeah, PG, okay? Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for having such an awesome show and bringing so many laughs um, to us. Yeah. Let's push. Let's push. We love deal. it. Overtaking the Wiggles? Hey, the Wiggles are big time. They're a, you know what? That I'm, is a staple. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. Shame, Wiggles. Nah, 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 nah. No need to do that. Be humble. Be humble, Brooke. I feel like uh, to remain constant in that household, though, you guys have to sing some kind of song to do with a red car or, you know, keep keep the vibe going in the car. Uh, make sure that you are a full replacement to the Wiggles. Choo, choo, chugga, chugga, big red, nah. <laughs> let's push near and let's push far. Also, uh, Wiggles, you don't think you're slick making songs like Dr. Knickerbocker. Come on now. I don't remember. It's not. What? Is that an inside word? Is there something? No, no, no. Is no, that referring just, to something uh, else? I just thought, what a strange, what a strange song. Mm. Mm-hmm. Deeper thinking, I like that. Dr. Nikopoka. Finally. Kia ora, brothers. Bit of a VAU for you. Um, so I'm going to talk about cultural appropriation. I work for a non-for-profit organisation. Um, and I'm finding myself to be targeted as the, the cultural Maori person <laughs> uh, at work. Um, and I don't know how I feel about that. Honestly, I, I've, I do have some mixed feelings. I'm not too sure exactly what this means. I kind of do feel offended. Um, I, I Last night, I got a DM from uh, a colleague uh, asking questions around greenstones and being blessed. Last week, uh, some random staff member walked into my office and asked about a karakia, if this is okay. But yeah, I'm not too sure how I feel about all of this. Eh? Like, it's a bit, I don't know if it is offending... But, like, your, your opinion would be great. Kira Brothers, do the dishes. Mato Mark, love you. I love that. Mato Mark getting a special... You got a love... Say it back. Shout out. Say it back. Love you too, brother. Yeah, that's And right. a great... A very interesting topic to be talking about here on the show. Cultural appropriation. And where corporate... The corporate world is desperate to look like they're in touch with culture... And how they do lean heavily on people of, of the culture to try and get that that tick of approval. It's happening in every single industry. I think you want... Brooke, whatever. Does the forced output make it 
feel like it's watered down to anyone else? Or no? Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal. I, I instantly switched to, and then Brooke Bowman have what you have to say. I, I instantly think to a time where this was never on the tables, where people didn't want anything to do with culture whatsoever, and now they're almost being forced to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to be too offended by it because uh, the flip side is nobody cares, and I think right now Australia is going through a massive struggle uh, as they reach a, a point in their culture where they are looking now at their indigenous culture and going, ah. Oh, are we going to show the respects that we should have shown mm. many, many years ago, or are we just going to forge forward and ignore it and keep on, you know, keeping on our, our way of life? We aren't there at the moment, but I do, I do have this feeling that Trending if away. it's not this way, if we don't feel a little bit like we're being used, um, the the flip side is there's no recognition at all. Yeah, I think I think what he's talking about is it's definitely something that people experience in a workplace, and maybe it's a little bit hidden for you know if you're not. Of culture, and you are going up to someone asking. I guess in your mind, you're thinking, "Well, I'm actually just trying to be respectful." And so, it's a conversation we need to have. Like maybe just exercising some awareness that, uh, even though you are coming from a, a right place, the difference is assuming that just because someone's of culture, uh, assuming that they know everything about it, also can make them feel sometimes a little bit like, "Well, I actually don't know either," you know. And so, I also think another thing to do is, I'm all about. I'm all about. Um, Flipping things, eh? Like if someone was doing to me that to me in a workplace, I'd kind of use humour and a little bit of sarcasm to try and communicate my point until they ask me about it. So if that person came up and asked me and I and I was struggling like this guy was talking about, I would say I would go back to that person and say, "Hey, someone stole my stapler. Have you seen it?" First time they might be like, "Nah," and you'd be like, "Okay, cool." Go back the next day. Hey, someone stole my ruler. Start looking you a bit funny. Third day, hey, someone stole my pet. Look, I didn't steal. Why do you keep coming to me? Oh, you stole land. So is that, is that the assumption? No, it's not an ass- of the correct assumption to make, is it? It's not the correct assumption. Wow. So when you're asking me about green stones, about <laughs> karakias, let's just be aware of what we're assuming wow. here, right? Wow. Could you imagine doing that in an office? Let's just exercise a little bit of awareness. And also, if you'd like to invest in culture so much, put someone of culture on the bloody board. True. Pay them more. True. Give them a pay rise. A culture's such a culture's becoming a currency now. Where where's our culture at the at the level of people making decisions? And in a world mm. where you got to try and be as real as you possibly can, it's so easy to get out of touch and get it so wrong. And please, 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 like actually, like don't just be snarky. Actually, I I, I think there are some people in positions where they can actually they actually know their culture and could actually help a business. Go to your boss and say, hey, willing to willing to share. Let's work on a budget to, to, to compensate me for this. Or go and hire someone cultural outside, which will cost you a lot more. <laughs> great question, Get the though. bag, baby. Get the kit here. Great, great question. Sure, sure. All right, that's us. That's the VUAs done. Thank you so much. Everyone who sends them through continues to. If you would like to, as simple as pressing record on Instagram, then we'll record it on our end and we'll play it out. And we appreciate all the love, as always. VAUs, VUAs. That's us, guys. That's us. Tuesdays. Big Trust Tuesdays, trusting us to bring a vibe. And Manuia Levayaso, Olinganana for Samoa. Happy Samoan Language Week. What is our day called for Tuesday in Samoan, Brook? Asolua. Asolua. Big Trust Asolua. Love you. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make a man off again with you. The Shift. I love it. This is The Shift.
Okay.